what society thinks. They're nothing anyway. They're no better than me. Until we hear the safe word, we will not stop. Otter Duck. Hey, this is uh, Jason Rouse, and welcome to the Safe Word Podcast. Uh, my reoccurring guest for the second time now. Yeah, awesome. Uh, Jason Tebow is hi. here, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, 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 hi. And uh, you've got you got some sort of bladder problem. You're drinking cranberry juice. On yeah, the that's what I'm drinking. Your hand is fucking doing. <laughs> I said <laughs> you got the old Parkinson's. My hands are always shaky, even as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. We worked in a brothel, that's why. Yeah, it's probably it. You were the, I'm always looking for a fight. There, there was I'm ready for a fight to break out. There's glory holes, and then there's just a hole in a wall with a kid's arm hanging out of it. And that was you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it was called the fist. They called it the fist room. <laughs> Guys would back into your arm? Because it was, how old are you, like 11, 12? No, I was in my, well into my 30s. <laughs> <laughs> Guys were this is weeks backing ago. up their asses on your 30. But you started off as like a a big dick arm kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. They they used to say I had the arm of a, of, uh, of a black dick. Of a black dick. Yeah. And I didn't really know that was a compliment. Well, it, later in life, I realized that was a nice... Yeah, you had no point of reference uh, as yeah, a yeah. toddler. Mm-hmm. And I was always very a tan child. So I, now I really get it. And my, my and my wrist isn't circumcised, <laughs> but you do have a web finger. Mm-hmm. The uh, cum, like a it's like a, like a clam shacker for loads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more like a t-shirt cannon. It's like a t-shirt cannon. A t-shirt cannon. Yeah, you know those things. Oh yeah, that, I never knew. I think the first time I saw something that was on The Simpsons. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't know but it was you don't go to a lot, I don't a lot of sports. sporting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been to, and I know you, we were talking about this earlier. Um, if anybody's listening who hasn't noticed yet, I am a Canadian. Mm-hmm. So you hear the oats and the boots. Oats and the boots. Immediately, people gravitate towards hockey. They want to know what your hockey, and I've never even been to a hockey game. Really? A professional hockey game. Mm-hmm. I went to an amateur hockey game. I, I used to go to you know every small town. Hockey open mics. They have hockey open mics in Canada. I don't even know. There's like farm teams and stuff oh, for the NHL over sure. Canada. Mm-hmm. But the um, hockey was never my thing. And then football was like college football in the states is bigger than the CFL. Like oh, absolutely, yeah, a lot, a lot bigger. Yeah, I noticed that when I watch like. Look at the stadium in Hamilton, the uh, Tim Horton Stadium. Mm-hmm. Now it is. Which w- seats how many people? Would you guess? <sighs> Jeez, I, it just in this seating area, not on the floor or the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like for a concert. Okay, but like for a, for a game, what's an average attendance? Oh, for? I would say ten thousand. Jesus Christ! 
Yeah, college football games have like 90,000. That's crazy. That's like a European city. rock festival. It's a city. That's the size of a city. To go to a college game? Yeah, Michigan and Alabama, those are 100. Those have 100,000. Notre Dame, that's 100,000. How big can a, a college football player get physically? You mean like size? Yeah. Like what's a big college football player? Yeah. Like an offensive lineman for like Alabama is probably like 6'7", 330. And he's... How old is he? 20? 1920. Yeah. 1920-year-old mm-hmm. kid. You know. And he's a, gi- he's a giant. That's so freakish because, you know, you, when you stand beside those kind of people, you're like, fuck. I don't even exist in their world. It would crush Mm-mm. me like a beer can. Oh, yeah. I mean, even like buddies that we know, like, you know, Tate Fletcher, who's like a good friend of ours, always mm-hmm. hangs out at the comedy store, he's a great actor and stuff. He's a giant. Like he's six five, two seventy five, and like yeah. black belt and everything, and like yeah. a, a killer. Legit. Even badass. when I fuck around with him, like trying to wrestle with him and oh, fuck no, with no, him, no, no. Uh, he just throws me around like it's like a you know like a little chihuahua barking at like a Rottweiler, where it's just like get out of the get the fuck out of here. And he doesn't have to apply much pressure to anything that he's going to do to make it count. Other than take a shit. <laughs> I'm sure he applies a lot of pressure over there. Like, you know when people are, like, professionally trained ass kickers, there's a difference between someone in a street fight that can take a punch and somebody that can twist your arm off the side of your shoulder. I said to him, uh, uh, he was on a, a, a you know, to those who don't know, I do a podcast called Punch Drunk with Ari Shafir and Sam Tripoli. And he was a guest, and we were asking him, could all three of us beat you up in a fight? Like, three against one. And he goes, absolutely not. There's absolutely (laughs) zero, zero chance. And then he said the craziest thing. He goes, absolutely not. None of the three of you are used to concussive striking. Multiple, yeah. Hit once, and you fold up. Concussive and striking. Putting those two words together, yeah, I, I, I like I, I peed a little bit when he said it. Like I felt like pee come out. Theory. So like, oh, yes, yeah. That's a, it's that's a, a. But it also science. implies that he is used to concussive striking. Yeah, like he's. I'm used to being kicked and punched in the head so much it gives me concussions. Mm-hmm. You are not. Yeah, you, you're in trouble. Yeah, there's a, a T-shirt I've been seeing with a picture of Mike Tyson. It says everybody has a problem or has a. Um, a plan until they get punched Punch in the face. face. Yeah, exactly right. And, uh, yeah. And I go, what if we had a gun? And he goes, none of you faggots can shoot a gun. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you're right. I've never fired a gun. That is true. Yeah, so I'd just be like, don't make me do it until he's just pounding me. But that must be. I would wh- aim a gun at somebody. That is the most I would use a gun. I would aim a gun at somebody if I had to. I don't think there's any way I could pull a trigger. I was just thinking, you know, like, as when people find out that you're a comic, they take some... That one is a comic? Not You're not talking about me specifically, but you mean, when someone no, finds when, out what yeah, one is, yeah. one is a comic, mm-hmm. that they come at you with a certain kind of, I don't know, weird dynamic, and he, because of his, what he does for his career... Mm-hmm. You know, people try and test your boundaries and stuff. Where the comedian, a worst thing that, you know, you can get in, but somebody that specializes in, you know, mixed martial arts and 
are dealing with guys coming, eh, you're a tough guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The consequences are way more than having your feelings hurt. I think that it's worse if you're um, a less uh, intimidating figure. Like Tate is big, like that is like a, he looks like a yeah. And, but you if you're let's say drunk. let's say you're the lightweight champion, let's say you're one fifty five, you're five nine one fifty five, yeah. and you are the UFC champ. Yeah, somebody that's like yeah, six bo- one two hundred that was like wrestled in college and is drunk might try to be. I think the littler guys probably get more people coming at them than somebody that's like a heavyweight like Tate or somebody that's huge where you're like oof man I had friends growing up that were boxers nobody sizes up Tate and is like I can beat this guy but let's say somebody like you who's just a regular average build guy but everybody around you is like that guy's the champ of the world you know what I mean yeah, There's gonna be a bigger guy that's like I could probably fuck that guy up. I think if you're smaller, you're more in a you're more in that wheelhouse of people sizing you up and thinking they can not get choked out. Yeah, or have their teeth rattled out of their face. Yeah, you get your fucking teeth chipped, bitch. <laughs> Kick rocks, twat. <laughs> that was funny. I was laughing about that. Have you ever had to throw a girl out of your apartment? Um, Besides your grandmother. I mean, I've been in my apartment having a fight with a girlfriend where I'm like, but I've never had like a strange girl. Oh, that's not true. <laughs> no, no. Uh, there was a girl. Uh, we were in the La Jolla Comedy Store. Oh, I like that. Uh, Sam Tripley and I. And uh, Tony Hinchcliffe. Uh-huh. Three of us. And so we're there for the weekend. We got the condo the whole weekend. And I think the, maybe the Friday or Saturday night. You know, you always, like, do the gig, and then they have a really nice condo that you get to stay at, which is right on the beach, yeah. which is really the best part of doing the La Jolla Comedy Store, mm-hmm. and is that you get, uh, basically, a beach apartment for three days. And um, so you always would bring people back. Not even necessarily just like, oh, I'm trying to hook up with a bunch of chicks, but... You know, eight or nine people that are after the club, the cool ones that are hanging yeah. out there, the fans Working of your podcast. Yeah. You're like, hey, come on back. If you go, yeah, we got some beers at that thing. Come on, you know, we'll smoke a joint back at the thing. So you always bring back like a crew. And then they kind of meander away, and maybe you might hook up with one of them, maybe you won't, you know. There was this one girl that was super drunk, and she threw up, and then she got like really, and we brought some of the uh, staff back. It was like two of the waitresses that we know very well, the manager who we know extremely well, and uh, and we all came back to party there. Mm-hmm. And uh, this one girl gets like too drunk, and then she starts um, talking shit to Janelle, who's the manager of the club. And we're all and we're all like, nah, you're gonna you're about to get you're about to get bounced, bitch. You're about to get told to kick rocks, and. Uh, Right before, when we're all like, dude, let's kick, let, let, just tell her to get out. Let's tell her to get out. She projectile vomits like all over the kitchen. <laughs> and she kept, like, would just like go into the kitchen and just like open the fridge and start eating sandwiches. Like, yeah. shit that wasn't even hers. We're just like, who, who are you? This? Who was this girl? Just a, a girl who had too much to drink at a comedy club. And came back with you guys? Yeah. And she was, she, she was nice. Um, no. Nah. I mean, I, she was not ugly, would you, you know. Would you eat her out? 
Maybe while she was puking, but that's about where I draw the line. Now, I mean, I had no... Ooh, do you think you could I taste it if you eat somebody out from behind while they're throwing up that you get a little acid reflex, too? Um, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I intend to find out one day, <clears throat> unfortunately. Uh, so, yeah, I, we, we bounced her, but that wasn't like a... I've never been like hanging out with a girl and been like, oh yeah, let's kick her out. I, I want to kick her out. Fuck you, kick rocks. Um, but I've had fights with my girlfriends throughout the years where we were in my place, and I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I threw a girl off a train once. Moving? No, I wish I kicked her out in the middle. No, of I'm saying, are you moving? This place looks like shit. No, <laughs> <laughs> it was across Canada train trip, and. Um, High school buddy of mine. I'd won. I won uh, um, ninety eight. Uh-huh. Canada's can't wait to hear what you fucking won, you idiot. Canada's funniest new comic of 90, in ninety eight. Ninety eight. That's amazing. Good for you. Well, the trip, the 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 prize was a first class trip for two via rail across Canada. So is it? So this is one of those scenic train rides where you're just gonna like you and a whoever you uh, know whatever um, five star dining. And so you have like a cabin. It's almost like a cruise ship, but a train. Yes. Okay, yes. From Great. Toronto all the way up to Vancouver. Which is about, how long would that be on the rails? As I think say? it was, um, uh, we had some stops, some stops, some towns that we were in for more than like a few hours at a time. So I think the whole trip was like seven days or something like that in total. Okay, that's a long time. And my buddy bailed on me. I said, "Listen, I'm going and what would that home. cost? What would that cost if you were to buy that trench? Oh, three grand. Yeah, mm-hmm, something like that. Yeah, it's yeah, a cruise. Like it's that. a cruise on the train. Well, it's funny you say cruise because it was all ninety-year-old people. Yeah, of course, old white people going across Canada on towns that they used to hike through in the fifties. Yeah. Now, interesting. Okay, yeah. Free booze, free food. Good food. Good food. Yeah. Like fine dining. Yeah, had exactly. Bowl. This is what we're serving. Buffet, every night. crazy you have, shit, yeah. You have your own choice of, uh, it was all fine dining, mm-hmm. dining carts and all these. So I ended up bringing this girl. I was flippantly made a decision. I'm like, I was, you know, what kind of something. So what are you? You're in your mid 20s at this time, mm-hmm. 20, 24. No, I'm like 30. Okay, right. No, no, no. You couldn't have been. No, no. How old? How old was I? Ninety-eight. I'm seventy-three now. Mm-hmm. I was uh, in my mid fifties, mid fifty-eights. Yeah, yeah. My mm-hmm. high mid fifty-eights, high mid fifty-eights, <laughs> and um, you had to be mid twenties. It didn't go good. Why? No, no. It must have been late twenties. Yes, I was like twenty-eight. I was twenty-six at the time. Yeah. So what are you, for, you're 47? This How old are you? Bartender. You're I'm, two years older than me. I'm going to be 53 in... <laughs> Five years. <laughs> when people ask me how old I am, I'm, I always say I'm going to be 70 in 15 years. I'll be 60 in 15 years. Uh, I'm 46. God, I'm 20... Well, I don't even want to think. I'm 25 years away from 70. Uh, okay, you're, you're a year 13. older than me. You're a year older than mm-hmm. me. Yeah, yeah. You're 71 born? 70. 71. Uh, seven, December 31st. 71. Yeah, I'm 72. 
So yeah, I'm, you're nine months older than me, basically. Would you remember the seventies? Uh, violence. Um, <laughs> yeah, a yeah. terrible home, uh, a broken home. <laughs> um, uh. Not much, <laughs> not much. Thank God. Violent. <laughs> yeah, I don't really. I mean, it gives you, it gives you. By the time it was nineteen eighty, I was eight. So you know, really, just you know, so the dumb more, kid shit. Yeah, sledding, hiding in a cupboard from my father. Eight. The normal <laughs> shit that all kids remember. <laughs> Give me this motherfucker. There'll probably be acid enough. <laughs> so the 80s were fun. 80s were a blast. 80s were a blast because you didn't have Actually, to, I love the 90s any- more. The 90s for me were a blast. That's a pretty problem. It's been downhill after the 90s. Early for you. 90s was a time in my life. Could have gone either way. Same. But it went the way it went. By 90. That's fine. By 96, you had written a suicide letter that was... Oh, but the city of Hamilton had written a suicide letter. I was... Uh, we could have figured... Uh, it's probably... About Were five. you ever suicidal? Uh, today? <laughs> yes. No, no. I never... I would just do it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, like, feel it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I see that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I know exactly. What you mean. I wouldn't get caught up in the melancholy of it. I, I, I uh, there was a time in my life where I, I got quite caught up romantic, in the melancholy. I, I, I romanticized the shit out of it, actually. Yeah, just do it. Kill yeah, yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I thought about it. Yeah, uh, but for some Who reason, I doesn't think about it. You know, I was think uh, there was a t- very dark time in my life. Hold on, let me get this my morning, fingers in my this ass. This morning, <laughs> 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 this morning, where <clears throat> no, but I, uh, I'm very close to my sister who lives out here. And look I was thinking, your, look at who your peers are. Of course, you got suicidal thoughts. Yeah, of course. You you live in a barrel of monkeys. But if it was, I do really do. <laughs> but if it wasn't for, if I was an only child, I think I might have done it. I always got to the point of, I can't do that to my sister. I'll I thought the rest it, of her man. life. Why do you do it, dude? Trust me, it's only four o'clock in the afternoon. You're gonna do it. But I'm no, saying maybe then maybe I always wasn't, but I I did romanticize it. Your sister's indirectly uh, keeping me from being happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your your uh, what is it? Your guilt of making your sister sad, her feelings of cutting into your suicide. That is true. I never thought about it that way. Guys, it's been fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Well, in the time and age that we live in now. Um, you don't have to think about suicide because somebody's already thinking about killing you. Yeah, the no shit. Right? It's a, this gun thing it is crazy in this country, isn't it? What, what, as a Canuck, what do you think about how, one, accessible guns are, and two, um, how much the gun industry papers uh, the presidency and the White House and Congress? And it, I mean, There's they, rules that they're like, hey, we're going to make $5 billion a year but we're going to take one billion of those and control the government, and that's essentially what that industry does. Well, I think what happened is is the what is your Bible of the country, the Declaration of Independence? Yes. Yeah, what, what's the uh, the the? I should do this because I can apply for citizenship. <laughs> it sounds like you're not going to make it. No, I'm not. I'm going to reject it at sight. But um, you need one of those people the, like the, how the uh, athletes have the, people uh, go and take tests for them. The amendments. Shit. The yeah. rights of, mm-hmm. of every American. Sure, yes. Now, those those are put into place. 
And then as those were put into place in the 1700s exactly. when people needed a gun to have food and and protect themselves from people trying to steal your. I mean, it's a different era now. Time. I mean, come on. Forward technology, science. So they've seen that the the declaration is. I there, mean, and they weave their nonsense in between it, but it's all legal, and on the up and up until you get caught because it's. It's I'm not saying people, you know, I'm, I'm saying, hey, if you want a gun to hunt, if you want a gun to protect your property and all this sort of shit, sure, fine. You want to D- make a gun. Let's limit the amount of uh, dis- how many guns there are. I don't think an 18-year-old should be able to buy a, a assault rifle. Uh, I don't think an 18-year-old that's been on Adderall since he was 11 and, uh, you know, has been bullied his whole life. And been sitting in his mom's basement playing video games where he's been fantasizing about 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 uh, Psycho uh, mass family. murder. Um, should be able to walk into a Walmart and you know save up his lawn mowing money and be able to buy a revenge machine. Is it, what is it? A twenty four hour? Can you just go in and, and purchase one with an uh, ID? Or I think state? it's different from state to state. Uh, sometimes it's five days. Sometimes it's 24 hours. Sometimes they do uh, background checks. Sometimes they really don't. Uh, you know, Not to mention whatever you can get from the streets. I mean, and that's in a whole other thing. That's, yeah. But, I mean, those guns are made by gun people. They just work their way to the streets. Through, you know, home invasion or, you know, for there's a multitude of ways that, you know, I mean, I think that the school shooting shit is twofold. I think it's one, uh, pharmaceutical. It's, I mean, we're the same age, we're the same age, 80s, 90s, zero school shootings I ever remember in my childhood. Zero. Let's give every child Adderall uh, now. And make money off of that because now all these. So you have a coked up kid. First time I did Adderall, I never I'd never done it before. I was at a roller skating party. A uh, roller skating uh, yeah, party. It was um. God, there's a comic. I think it was his name. I think it's comic's name. But he would always rent out this roller skating rink once a month. And fuck all the free kids. booze, free booze. Um, and it was like comics only. Like you had to be on a list to get in, but then you could all roller skate for free. And it was like everybody would be smoking pot, and there was super fun. Years ago. And um, someone's like, hey, you want one of these? And I was like, sure. And I just took it. And I go, what, what was that? <laughs> I, I took this pill before I knew what was about to happen to me. You know what I mean? The Adderall. Somebody had just given you Adderall yeah, that they were prescribed they, to. No, they were just like, it was like a recreational Adderall. Like, you know, they were like, hey. So a couple people doing Adderall, and they're like, hey, do you, you want one? I didn't, I didn't, the Valium, is it a whatever? I didn't know what it was. I don't think I've ever, t- I think it might have taken it, but I don't know. In 30 minutes, and they're like, oh, it's Adderall. Just, you know, it'll keep you, you awake kind of thing. How do you though? Red line like that. Like drinking 50 I Red Bulls. I couldn't. Dude, I, in 30 minutes, I was like, oh. This is what they're giving children that can't pay attention. I'm straight up coked up. Yeah. Like, I had done coke a lot in my life at that time. I'd never taken Adderall. I've heard about it. I heard it was for ADD and all this different well, shit. How was it communicating with people uh, high on Adderall? You're, like, you're on... hyper-focused and... You're coked up. It's no, it felt no different than being on coke, but you never have to keep doing it. You're just nonstop. You know, you're coked up for six hours. With one pill. 
I don't know what that you, does I, to you can't kids. get drunk, so you can drink, 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 drink. You're chain smoking. You're yeah. talking. You're talking to people about a screenplay you're never gonna write. It's coke, bro. It's coke. <laughs> <laughs> you get it. A screenplay you're never gonna write. Exactly what it was. Those, are those round tables. So, but my point is that this is what we've been giving ten year olds, nine year olds, eleven year olds. So you're on this all the time. Mm-hmm. Then you hit puberty. Right? Yeah, you don't have to deal with people. You got hard on and you're coked out. And now and now and now you're 15, 16, 17 and you got that fucking coke anger. And you're one year away from and being able to buy a gun. You can't you're bend. one year away from being able to buy a gun. And you've been playing video games, shoot shoot 'em up video games, coked up in the basement for eight years while people have been making fun of you. Yeah, well and that, that's you a buy mental, that gun a and mental it's, health issue. Yep, it's a, and those two industries pretty much run Washington. <laughs> I mean, you can say you don't. You can say I'm being un-American by taking your gun away or if whatever the anybody fuck. Anybody deserves to fucking go postal is the homeless people in Los Angeles. They should revolt. It's really become a crazy thing. Uh, do you know the number? Do you know the number? For what? How many there are. Um, I, keep in mind, I know probably the majority of the hub is in downtown Los Angeles, downtown, which is yep. like escape from New York, right? Yep, there are, there are areas there, Ten City. Uh, it, yeah, it's very nice. There's, I read an article about it. I would say... 5,000? You're going to get ready for this. Now, no, it no, is, okay. It is, it is... Five to eight. It is the most... Uh, the biggest city in America... Uh, for homelessness. Whoa, yeah. And it is, are you ready? 47,000. And they think that that number is low because they can't um, quantify the people that are like sleeping in their cars or that are the... A lot of people off- live in their cars here. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I never got a car. Mm-hmm. You don't want people there. sleeping in it. I don't want people sleeping in my car. Um but when the people who sleep in the 47,000, that's the size of the town I grew up in, mm-hmm. of people in the city that are have nowhere to go and are randomly... If you and, can, oh, 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 they also can't quantify artists that are couch surfers. Oh. You know what I mean? Like the people that are you know, in L.A. for a year and they're just sleeping on their buddy's Canadians. couch and that kind of... Yeah, yeah. So that they, they, they think it could be Canadians, yes. <laughs> Canadians. They think that number could be as high as 100,000. Canadians. That's insane. This is the largest population of Canadians outside of the country. Is that true? Yes. Is in California? In the whole world? Yeah. Interesting. California or LA? Los Angeles. Wow. Specifically. Why is that? Entertainment. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. I thought that was... I'm like, oh, that makes sense. It totally makes sense. The, The winters are brutal enough. For people to overlook, yeah. that's why you get a lot of people from Chicago here. A lot of people oh, yeah, from and all happy. over. It's cold. And when it rains, and all the locals are like, "Man," and you got people from fucking, you know, uh, Philadelphia that yep. in, in February, and they're here in Los Angeles. Dude, when it's in Chicago, when it's like, and let's the say heaters January, are on the patio, March, like April, March, April, when like the snow is kind of starting to melt, and then you get that first day where it's like 55, 45. Like the weather that people in LA wear coats for, <laughs> myself included. I wear it's I 45. Wear shorts. I got self conscious because people wearing long coats, 
And I'd be wearing shorts and a hoodie. And I'm like, why is everyone... When you get scarves on, yeah, it's nice out. When it's like the first day where it's 45, like in the spring, it's like sports bras and frisbee and everyone's jogging and everyone has shorts on. And you're just like, shit. Yeah, Montreal's like that. Yeah, yeah, I imagine. It's out of control. What's that? Strip clubs in Montreal. Really? It's out, that's out of control? I'm not a strip club guy. Are you a strip club guy? <laughs> I can't. I actually, like, I know everything. I go ab- to strip clubs, but I put my back to the strip. <laughs> and now I go, this is how I feel every day. <clears throat> that's. I got thrown out of a strip club in Atlanta by my face. Like, like they two people were carrying me, and then they opened those double swinging doors with my forehead <laughs> no. and just launched me into the parking lot like a like a uh, what was that show? Uh, Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> no, parents don't like what's a the Will Smith show? Uh, Judgment Night. Where he's in Philadelphia? No, no, no. The where he's a kid. His TV show. It's a famous one. Oh, I don't know. Uh, but anyways, it, like Jazzy Jeff used to get thrown out of the fucking house like that. That's exactly what happened to me. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, I got into an argument with a girl while she was stripping. Yeah, but you're and and you're, we're you're the probably mean. There was four or five people in the strip club. All four or five of the, uh, we were all together. Mm. Nobody there. She's stripping. I don't even want to be there. I do I I don't I'm not a big strip club guy. So I'm talking to my friend. I'm not engaging in the whole strip club ambiance. While my other three friends are like tipping and doing whatever, and she comes over and starts like laying into me about like, oh god, not uh, giving her money, and I'm like, I'm like, I don't even really want to be here. And then uh, she insults me a few times, like two or three zingers towards me, that just you know turn the switch on. Yeah, you went and I stand up, yeah, and I started really laying into her. And she just made like one little like whatever the hand signal is to like grab these two gigantic Tate Fletcher type people. Uh-huh. And it, it was out. I was just, they were just like, bye. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> they just literally, one guy had an arm and a leg and the other guy had an arm and a leg. So I was like a battering ram yeah. for these two dipshits. And dude, <laughs> you know, I'm 168 pounds soaking wet holding dumbbells. So I couldn't do anything to these guys. And they opened these like those dub, like those cowboy doors that yeah. are like you know what I mean like saloon. in a western yeah saloon thing, and they just push my fa- mm. my face right into that and just like yeah like you would go one those two guys. three and then throw but they didn't count they just launched they fresh Prince of Bel Air fresh Prince of Bel Air that's what it was oh okay that's how they threw me out the door like Doctor parents Phil. don't understand yeah well these dude they didn't understand either I tried to I, and I think I even told her that my uh, uh, that I was going to get her fired and that like uh, a family member owned the strip club. Here we go. Well, I could live my whole life and not heard that. Uh, but unfortunately, here we are. Who gave me a burrito? No, here's the best. No, 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 no. You gave you a burrito. When I got here, I got here early. We started an hour and a half late. I got here 15 minutes early. We started an hour and a half late. Right when I got here, he takes a shit and a shower. All right, man. Yeah, we'll start in a minute. Then he, then I hear the shower running. I'm like, oh, we ain't starting in a minute. Then he gets out of the shower and then he goes, "Hey, man, listen, I'm gonna run over to this burrito place right around the corner that gives me explosive diarrhea. Do you want to walk with me or do you want to hang here?" I'm like, oh, "I'll hang here. 
I'm just going to chill for a minute, have a cigarette or two, while you just destroy your fucking digestive system. And now he's like, yeah, let's start the podcast while I shit all over the place. But, but let's Facebook Live so we can sit really close to each other. All right, that was, I'll, I'll hold, I got four big ones. <laughs> Like, oh, champagne! Hooray! <laughs> champagne! I'm so excited for the for the for Sam. When we, like we were talking earlier, when I shit in those bathtubs. Oh, when you were on the road with uh, Ari and Sam, Sam and, would freak. Oh, and ask me why. Guess, guess who else would freak? <laughs> uh, me? Anybody? Uh, raise your hand on uh, Facebook Live if you would freak with fuck mouth shitting in your bathtub. Hey, I'm going to take a shower. I just woke up from a gig. Let me take a quick shower. No, no, no. Apparently, there's a giant cat that thinks this is a litter box. <laughs> For the love of God. I get, uh, you know, every corner a skunk with a uh, stick. I've, no, I haven't. Is that real? I haven't cornered a skunk with a stick, but I do have a skunk relationship. Oh, do I you? used to have skunks. Uh, as pets? No, not as pets. That would be a terrible pet. It's like no, having a get pet them cobra. Get sacked, and uh, they're, they're quite cool. They actually are very cool. They look. They neat. only. They're really neat. I used to live. W- 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 I was talking to you, you and your roommate before we started. Hey, come uh, on, you get to spray shit out of your asshole on the people who fuck with you. That's pretty sexy. That's pretty fucking cool. I do that with my dick. So, <laughs> the right when, when I lived behind the Fonda, Henry Fonda Theater, I used to live right back there, and. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I was like behind a, There's an apartment building And then behind the apartment building Was just a du- two, two apartments Like a duplex So I had like me and just only one natural neighbor The building across the way Had skunks that lived underneath it They had skunks that lived underneath it And skunks mate for life The ones I fuck do <laughs> Of course they do and um, so every, so I lived there for like four or five years. Every season, the same couple would have two or three skunk babies. Yeah. I named them Bumsley and Veronica. Now, Bumsley and Veronica never would spray me. They knew me. Uh, I could walk right by them. I never could touch them, but I, they would just, no problem. Every spring, those goddamn babies were the wild cards because they never seen me before. They've only been alive for nine months. They don't even know how to control spraying. You know what I mean? They yeah. just fire it off. Baby skunks? Yeah. There's the so cutest. If, they're like little wiener dogs. If you, but anytime they would get scared, or if I'm like coming home late at night because they're nocturnal, they'd be out dicking around at night and you can see them rustling around in the yard. I would have to like make noise so they could see me. And then they would look at me. And then I would just slowly walk into like my place. Like a prison yard. Slowly walk into my place. <laughs> With a knife Straight up like a prison yard. Because those, them in your they would, and, it, and if you get sprayed by a skunk, you're in deep shit. Like you can't, it's a very difficult thing to get, to get uh, rid of. Oh, when the family pet comes home and he's taking a blast to the face. Mm-mm. Uh, you're done. The dog doesn't know why everyone's freaking the fuck yeah. out. And, the dogs and dogs and cats pet. are so curious about that shit. So, I mean, skunks will just let, let it happen. And skunks are worried about coy- one thing, coyotes. That's all they're worried about. Coyotes. See the dogs, sometimes they get quills in the mouth from trying to bite the fucking porcupines. What are you talking about? You ever see porcupines? Yeah, but like, where are you running around porcu- with porcupines? Yeah, porcupines in Canada. Canada. Oh, they do? Mm. I'm saying, let me grab, grab that for me, the bag of oh. 
jellies. Uh, well, they have porcupines everywhere, but like you just porcupines just running around in the street like raccoons and shit. Yeah. Really? Possum. Really? Yeah. In Canada. Yeah. I've well, fuck you, I've, Canada. I've seen loads of porcupines. Real? I don't think I've ever seen a porcupine in, in real life. There is no way around buddying up to a porcupine. What do you mean? Like some animals, you can kind of create relationships with local birds and oh, of course, and um, some raccoons and various. So they're, they're like badgers. Know, they're like you, rabbits. You can't even like get that. in their mix. No, because there's no way to, uh, outside of feeding them, observing, there's no petting or laying on my shoulder. Those fucking things. Uh, have you ever seen a porcupine quill? Yeah. Yeah, they're lethal. And sometimes the dogs go at them and their mouths get all full of fucking quills pushed through their lips with the barbs and shit. Oh. Yeah, and they get in terrible infections and all that shit. It's not a pretty one. I don't think the cats are uh, goofy enough to fuck with porcupine. Fuck porcupines, then. I'm not a cat fan. You're not a cat fan? There's been cats in my life that I've liked, um, but I'm a dog. I'm a, more of a dog person. Way more of a dog person. Here's, here's the thing about these jelly bellies. Yeah, right there, right on the back. That's my number one problem. You want to 40, 40 flavors. 40. I've been 40. Six. There's only 80 jelly bellies in there. It's the only thing. Like, I don't even do candy. So you can't eat, like, three at a time? No, because it's too... Because uh, then it's, like, cinnamon, specific. cat food, and blueberry. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. Cinnamon, cat food, blueberry. There was pot in that cigarette, I think. Because I've never eaten half a bag of jelly bellies ever. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I saw you put pot in it. <laughs> okay. You're right. I just wasn't sure if I was getting ripped off or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pots. There's a lot of marijuana in this town. You know, I was just in Vegas for a couple days. Hooking. Kind of. Uh, I was playing blackjack professionally. Oh, you were telling me. Yeah, yeah, I have a blackjack system. I wouldn't like that kind of pressure. It was a lot of pressure. I was talking to my friend, Sarah, who I do my other podcast with, 92.7 The Pod. Please download and listen to that. And um, she's like, are you exhausted from Vegas? And I'm like, not because I was drinking and doing drugs and partying. I'm like, At a table, numbers. Grinding yeah, I, I did math for 17 hours in two days. 17 hours. So how do you come up with a math problem that's going to the outcome that you know you're going to get after 19 hours at a table? I mean, I... Like if I sit at a five or ten dollar, t- I read two books about it, and then kind of kind of like tweak some things in my head of like when to bet high and when to bet low and when to pocket money. But um, you 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 put in your time. I've heard a similar kind of process, but you're you're locked into a, a spot for long periods. I sit of time. in the same chair for six hour, for five hours at a time. Five hours of time. Do you Done. break from the table and come back, pick up where you left off, or you go? In the- I will. I will. Uh, you know, when they reshuffle, I will leave the table while they're shuffling. Look at my phone, return some messages. You know, take a cigarette break, talk strategy with my partner because it's a two. You know, there's two of us, and um, and then go and then go back. So then, but then after five hours, I'll eat. 
take a, you know, take like a two, three, four hour break, maybe take a nap, eat, take a yeah. nap, take a shit, Glass that kind of, of stuff. Yeah, that kind of stuff. And then, uh, and then I'll go back at like 10 p.m. And then I'll do like another four, four or five hours. I'll go to like one or two. Um, but I can, but it's essentially like I can make f- 50 to $90 an hour. Uh, playing like I yeah. If I have if I if you enjoy it, it's if I go there with five hundred dollars, six hundred dollars, let's say five six hundred bucks, I can come back with, um, you know, thirteen fourteen hundred dollars. Like I I can make my rent in two days of of playing. So, and I try to spin it around gigs. So yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be in Vegas for two days. Uh, doing gigs at night, I'm like, oh shit! I can play blackjack from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. and then take a nap, wake up, take a shower, smoke a joint, and then be co- comedian guy. You know, maybe maybe play blackjack after, maybe not. But it's the only gambling I do. I don't bet on sports. I don't play poker. I don't. I'm not a gambling guy. But I just it's a, a it's just a math thing. It, you know. Counting aces and that shit. So my buddy has a lot of had money, and he's like, "Let's go to Vegas." And he's about to go work on a project for like five months. Does he get off of watching you play? No, he wanted me to teach him. Okay, so you just more or less do mm-hmm. workshop. So I was like, "Bankroll." There's a thing. Yep, exactly right. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. So my okay. friend's like, hey, are you, you know, you, normally you hear people go to Vegas and like they're partying, getting black. So you no, clearly, you I literally wasn't. You know, I had like maybe two, two drinks per session. So four or five hours, I had two drinks. Uh, chain smoking. Uh, and I would break to smoke pot. And I literally like almost am not blinking. I'm just like seven, five, three. You know like what I mean? Dollars. Like doing that kind of, sh- yeah, that kind of shit. And, uh, and t- basically telling everybody when to hit, when not to hit. And, uh, but both of us made money, which was this dope. Completely legal. It's completely legal. It actually is 100% legal. And um, telling people, and my point is, see, that green one's pretty good. That wasn't bad. Uh, I'm worried about, so now I'm judging them on the colors. So I'm like, that one looks like too brown for, I don't know what that could be. This one's, uh, this one's a cinnamon. This is going to be cinnamon. This is rat ass. That looks like rat, it does look like rat shit. That literally looks like ratchet. Eat it. <laughs> what flavor is that? You know what? Maybe if we played what was it? the fucking pipe, the charts right here. Fuck the chart. What, what flavor was it? It was number one between 40. Whatever. Mm. Oh, that's, that one oh, tastes like shit. This is uh, like black cherry. My point being about Vegas is I was just there. So that's why I was there. But pot is everywhere there now. It's like how it was in L.A. like two years ago. Remember when it kind of like two, three years, it just became legal. And now like everybody's just like, okay, cool. We're not going to bitch about pot anymore. Like you could just smoke anywhere. Yeah, people had to recognize the amount of money that was generating. We could, couldn't I, hold it back. I was smoking a one-hitter right in the goddamn casino. Yeah. You just have to walk around the corner to kind of duck around. I was doing vape pens on the airplane. He was smoking weed pens. Whatever that flavor was, that was good. Red apple. Squirrel tail. 
See, there shouldn't, this is my goddamn point. There shouldn't be a red apple flavored Jelly Belly, even though I did enjoy it. <laughs> a red apple, what's this blue one? Is um, that's a baby cum, dude? Bear, baby cum would be bear. so cute. I heard that's what these the girls put in their as injections for their wrinkles. Baby cum. Who? What girls? <laughs> what babies? <laughs> <laughs> You're like you leaned in, like, oh my god, please make this be true. What babies? <laughs> I got to meet everybody involved in this. I got to invest in this. I got to invest in this. <laughs> Take baby semen, and they inject it. Around their faces. This really is... Wait. wait. (laughs) This is from TJ Maxx. Is it? And it was open. (laughs) I found these in the elevator a week ago. These are jelly bellies. That It's the most mysterious bag I've ever seen of candy. And it's from TJ Maxx. Which is a place where you buy like winter coats and stuff. Like it's like winters in Canada. Who, did you really find these, or somebody bought? No, pr- I found these. That's why. Shut I went up. <laughs> the bag was open. Jason Rouse, you got to tell me that. <laughs> That's what I said. Everyone thinks I'm lying. I don't listen. All the time. I always think I you're lying. I found these. They're probably. Oh, maybe that's what I told him. Yeah, you never told me. <laughs> that's why. I thought your friend that brought you pillows brought you this. No, this is. I found these. Oh, that's terrible news. <laughs> it's bad. I mean, I've had 50 of fucking trash jelly bellies now. <laughs> no, they taste good. There was a, uh, a Band-Aid in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> there was a Band-Aid in the bag, but they taste fine. They're hard candies. Let me try the Band-Aid flavor one. <laughs> this is the worst news. I'm such a germaphobe. Right, those ones don't. These are Band-Aid bag candy. God. Well, I'm already in. <laughs> Fuck Yeah man You gotta open With that story dude <laughs> Hey Would you like to try I find food some, And I pick it up And I bring it home It's who wants it Duly noted I will never ever eat Anything you ever give me again If I go hey You want this piece of pizza I, I do I, not I can't finish it It's mean I don't, I don't want it And I found it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah then I'm way out on that like that's a Don't nut. you eat shit off the ground? Of course, but not your shit. <laughs> I know where you've been. This is good shit. This is candy find. <coughs> Band-Aid, by the way. Band-Aid, by the way, there is one a, of the worst there was things. There a Band-Aid <laughs> yeah. in it. Mm, man, that's the last thing you would want is a Band-Aid in anything. And you just kind of just... Oh, the Band-Aid only touched these four jelly bellies. No, the Band-Aid touched all the bellies. I shook the bag up. To try and get you should have told Oligny to come over and do it. Um, no, he said Sunday or something. We'll see. What, uh, um, I thought he said today's he Friday. I Fuck, thought he said he... Friday at the store. Yeah, what does that mean? It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. Tomorrow, it's... I'm doing. A, I'll be there tomorrow. I'm doing a pod tomorrow. I, I, I'll probably come tonight. Yeah, I don't have shit to do. It's I'm quite the, lonely. It's the. Uh, I'm leaving for a month. No way. Mm-hmm. When? I leave uh, April 1st, and then I'm going to go spend a week in Vancouver. I'm going to be performing at Yuck Yucks. Oh, look at who's trying to get professional. Gross. Here we go. Right? Um, First week of April, Vancouver. 
Uh-huh. Then the following week in Calgary. Mm-hmm. And then Halifax, St. John, um, and then a weed show in Toronto at the Underground. Oh, cool. Have you been to Toronto? That, But uh, you know that place. I know that place. I haven't been to that place. I've been to Toronto. I haven't been in that place. But it's uh, uh, everybody loves that gig. Yeah, I'm doing a Jeff Paul show there the first week. Apparently, you can get high in that gig just from like walking in the room. That's what There's I've heard. No ventilation, and I'm not kidding. I've There's heard, no literally ventilation. heard that. I've had to lay down on the sidewalk. So did Tony Hinchcliffe. Off. Tony Hinchcliffe was like, I, I, I thought I was going into a coma. <laughs> like he had to take his shirt off. This kid That's had to I take did. his shirt yeah, off and lay on the ground. That's what I did in front of the sidewalk. <laughs> I to bring my temperature down because I was so sweaty. Jesus. Yeah. Shot some more of these band aids. Band aid candies. Yeah, I had. My friend, quote friend, an asshole from my hometown, mm. decided the coconut's group- good. Yeah, coconut's consistent, mm-hmm. right? That's solid. Yeah, who has a bad coconut? So he gives me um, Antarctica. The um- <laughs> Are he fisted you. <laughs> <laughs> no, he gives me uh, the old uh- the dabs. The dabs. <laughs> Oh, I dabs can't, I can't, I can't get down with that. Dabs had just started Mm-mm. to come up. No, it's too much. And um, he gave me a dab. Dabs are too much. And it was clearly about half of this Jelly Belly, which mm-hmm. is like smoking two bales of weed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like smoking a bale of hay. <laughs> right. So in one inhale, he thinks it's funny. Okay. I got blasted. My body started humming and then sweat just started, started to drench down me. Mm-mm. I didn't want to bang my fall over and bang my head or knock my front teeth out. So I, I want to knock your front teeth knee. out. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get down on one knee and kind of shuffle towards the door. Right. I got outside. The cold air hit me. I rip off my shirt. I lay down. And I, it's like fall, winter almost. Laying flat out on the concrete, trying to keep from sweating. I gave a half, a quarter of a Rice Krispie square to my roommate here. And uh, <laughs> hey, Lemmer, what happened when I gave you that Rice Krispie square? What happened? What? <laughs> what happened when I gave you the Rice Krispie square? Oh, I went to the emergency room. It was the size of a sugar cube. No, come and uh, you tell the story. (laughs) Horrific. He says, horrific, he's saying. You never got hurt. Dude, come tell the shit. You just had a full meltdown. So what? I gave you a Rice Krispie Square piece about, okay, two sugar cubes. The thing was the size of like a fucking record album. Yeah. It was the size of a record album. And I had a couple cocktails in me, and I was like, yeah, give me a piece of that. I Took, gave him, I was uh, broke off a little, like a little corner, piece. a little corner. A nice piece. <laughs> and I, yeah, nothing. About an hour later, I'm like, fuck, I, I'm something. I feel weird. He's been in his room for about I'm an hour. I'm just laying in my bed. I'm <laughs> hang like, on, hang on. You're no stranger to pot, right? Like this, oh, you're, no, you're, I used no. to be a pothead. I yeah, used to okay, be a pothead. Okay. I used to be a full on pothead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I'm laying there. I'm like, what? It's something. I don't know. Uh, this. Oh, that. 
little piece of Rice Krispie treat. Certain little dance on And But I was like, I only had a little piece. 10 minutes later, no, 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 no. I stood up, started pacing around, shirt off, arms started going numb. I'm like, no, 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 no. Breathing. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't swallow. My heart was beating through my chest. And I remember I came out of my room and walked out into the living room and Junior was laying on the couch and I was pacing around. He's like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I'm dying. Something, I'm, something, I'm having a reaction. My, both of my arms were tingling, going numb. And keep in mind... I couldn't swallow, which was like, this is not right. I, I have was too th- afraid to come out of the room because you were so fucked up. I didn't want to deal with I it. I have done... All the drugs on earth. <laughs> I have done a quarter ounce of mushrooms in one sitting. I have smoked uh, and 50 hash blades. <laughs> I have done acid from just the worst parts of Edmonton. <laughs> I have heroin, crack, everything. And a little Rice Krispie nugget almost put me in the grave. Yeah. And I had 911 Ready to go. I was ready to call 911. <laughs> okay, so you're calling 911. I have so many questions. You're calling 911 because you think you're going to die? I thought I was having like cardiac arrest, basically. Yeah, you okay. feel like your okay. organs are shutting I, down. Yeah, uh-huh. Felt, like my arms were tingling you and numb. in on yourself. Yeah, I was exploding. Fucking exploding. So you did go to the emergency no, room? No, no, no. I had, the, I had 911. I literally, on my phone, 911. <laughs> Junior stood up and he's like, um, cause he's like, yo, you're fine. You're fine. I'm like, no, I'm not fine. I, and oh, he yeah. saw, he saw my eyes. He's making me read the ingredients. And then, what was in that? Let me see the package. He's in his room and I, Junior knocks on the door. Hey, I can't even fucking function. What was in that? Oh, I have a glass of water. Yeah. I had a, I could, have a glass of I water. Glass of You'll water. be fine. And I, yeah, I had a water and about maybe 20 minutes later, it kind of dissipated. It, it's a bit. it slowed down a bit. All right. Panic. And then I remember I lay down on my bed, and I put on the James Brown documentary on Netflix, and it was the fucking best. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a ringing endorsement for uh, <laughs> Mr. Dynamite. You got to get Mr. Dynamite. That yeah, it is called Mr. Dynamite. That, that, edibles that, never again. That uh, edibles are tricky, man. It's it's not. I'm not a big uh, edible person. I'm not a big dab person. Look, I grew up in the you know we said this 80s, 90s, the 70s even. Lesbian. Like I was lesbian stoner, lesbian parents. Like I'm like let's roll a joint. I know how many hits I can take off of a joint. I can smell the weed and tell how strong it is. Like I, it's a meat and potatoes measuring stick. Absolutely. When you show up Bunsen burners. And fucking this, that, all Dude, these when you, if you have a blowtorch that is lighting something that's <laughs> yellow and liquid, hey, and you're telling me it's night, pot, yeah. Oh, what happened to sacred ground? But keep in mind, I did take a dab last night. But the guy looked Who's like. Who's dabbing last night? There was a guy in the sacred ground. He's a. Um, um, what does he do? He's an artist or something. He was there with his girlfriend. She had a half shaved blue mohawk. Oh, oh, blue? Yeah, it was blue on the side. They were husband and wife. They had some, they have a marijuana company. She opened Oh, I know what you're talking about. A whole toolbox. I know what you're talking about, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. But they look clean. Mm-hmm. Some people. No, they're, they're nice. They're, they're actually nice people. He's sore on his finger and he's cutting Mm-mm. this thing. And... Mm-mm. But anyway, I took a little dab and it was fine. I'm a. Uh, steps. 
I'm not even into it. Like to me, just like I'm, I'm too old school when it comes to pot. Like, give me a, give me a, pull, give me a ball, give me a bud. Maybe you can throw some hash on top of it. I'm fine with that. When it starts with like edibles, or like you don't know how strong this shit is. You don't know how strong that shit is. You don't know what's what. These little vape pens, sure, great. I'll take a rip off of that. Yeah, hard cough. Off. I don't need to be drooling in the corner because uh, I just smoked a bowl. I don't need to. I don't need to disappear. Yeah, you literally. I just want to change my consciousness a little bit. To you I want to change my consciousness a little bit. I want to be less stressed out and then relax. I don't need to be like, hey. What's up with your buddy with Down syndrome in the corner? <laughs> I don't need to be that. I don't. I, I want to be present. I really want to be present. And what I like about smoking a little bit of pot is it causes me to be present. When I smoke too much pot or when I do all this other crazy shit, I am the opposite of present. I just like to smoke enough weed to get the children to stop screaming in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to smoke enough weed to get them to stop screaming in my yard. <laughs> that's how you I've been playing. Uh, uh, you know what wiffle ball is? Yeah. Is you that do? when you fuck two guys at the same time? No, 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 no. That's called Thursday. <laughs> um, wiffle ball is just like baseball, but it's like a plastic bat, and it's like this yeah. hollow ball. Yeah, yeah. And uh, But in my, I live in like East. Oh, you, do, you can do it with your hand. Isn't that like a prison thing, though? Uh, maybe I think do, we do it with your fist. You do it with your fist with a ball on a cha- a volleyball on a rope on a post. No, that's a whole different thing. This is basically baseball. It's just baseball, but it's like you, because the ball is plastic and hollow, and because the bat is plastic, you can't really hit it like five hundred oh, feet. Yeah, 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 yeah it's just yeah, a, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah, a little yeah. toy. Kids would get whacked in the face yes, with those exactly. all the time. In in my alley, like all the time. In my alley, there's kids. There's like, and they, they range from like seven to ten or eleven. These kids, mm-hmm. and there's about eight or nine of them, and they play. So I come out, and now I'm playing with them. Now I'm like the all-time pitcher, and I'm dude, I'm throwing at people's heads. I'm giving them chin music, as they call it. Chin music? Yeah, that's like brushing it by somebody's face to back them oh, away. Oh, that's when you yeah. fuck two guys. <laughs> Actually, that is chin music. Uh, that's when I blow both. That's when I blow two guys at once, and then I hold their dicks under my neck like a violin. So... <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what's happening. Um, <laughs> I just like, oh, hey, little guy, what's going on with you? Um, but uh, so I've been playing wiffle ball with these kids. We they, they started like this league, so I'm like the all-time pitcher, so I'm pitching everybody. And if any one of these two teams gets down by five runs or more, mm-hmm. then I get to bat. And then I'm just jacking Knocking. home runs. I'm playing 10, 10-year-olds. They're all 10 But... They don't know my name, they, and they're all, like, very, very Hispanic and Mexican, and they, they would never, even if I told them, you know, Jason Tebow, the French-Canadian spelling, they're, bye. Lost. Bye. So they call me Guy, or the Guy. So anytime they're arguing about whether someone was out or not, hey, ask the Guy. Oh, yeah? You yeah. were, like, the warden. And they're like, Guy, what are you? And I'm like, uh, Guy says you're out. Hey, Guy said you're out. So now I see you all these kids on the street. The race? No, no, none whatsoever. They're yeah, all they nice little kids. A, a They're all nice little fair, kids. They're all nice little kids, one. and I'm just trying to like, you know, be cool with all of them. They're fun, but now they see me on the street and shit. Actually, guy may want to fuck one of their moms. I don't know. The uh, that's a thing in Canada. When I was a kid, growing what up, is? They call them soupies. Soupies is what? Do you know what a soupie is? Mm-mm. Sounds like something about somebody that loves soup. So, a lot of these. You know, I'm assuming Ontario, I don't know what the other country did this, but these kind of low, 
um, I don't know, low-income housing areas. They'd have some college person would come in and do games and paint outside with the kids and stuff. Okay, yeah. And a kind of communal thing. I think and that's what a soupy is? Yeah. By the way, I just tried two at once, and they were both the exact same color, so I thought they were both lemon, mm-hmm. and I was wrong. One was lemon, and the other was farts. <laughs> <laughs> this... Uh, this is a very, uh, it's either cotton candy, bubble gum, or trucker cum. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. So I, I know what I'm rooting for. Oh, I got the right one. <laughs> trucker cum. Trucker cum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. This guy eats a lot of speed. Oh, oh Randy. <laughs> this is sponsored by the Jelly Bellies. 40 flavors, 39 Jelly Bellies. Fucking hell. There's more flavors in Jelly Bellies. Well, how many flavors in Baskin Robin? Thirty-one. Yeah. Yeah. Something Jelly like Bellies killing it. <laughs> Are they though? I found them. I really found that like I. I the best if it wasn't for like it was, taking, it was out the, up near the uh, front gate. Somebody must have dropped it or something. I don't know, but it was. It this had, had stop. Tape on no, it. no, shut up. Shut, no, because you said it was in an elevator, and that sounds a lot safer than your front gate. We live in the same neighborhood, and we both live in a... It's now a great place that we live. Actually, it is, but I'm dicier than you. Let's read some of these comments. What do we have? Uh, program teens work with kids. Okay. Well, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was. Uh, I'm leaving. Yeah, you're leaving. Uh, I'm leaving for a month. I'll be wait, back. there's something. Wait, you got to finish something. You didn't. I, I swear to God, you want to talk about coming full circle? Mm. You never finished the story about kicking this girl off the train. You just said it didn't go good, and then you then we switched subjects because we were talking about cruises. She's she had to take a bus to the nearby airport to fly back home. So you got to like the next stop and then you're like, bye. Oh Alicia. no, no, we've been on the train for a few days. So you, you get two or three, fly. you get two or three of the days of the seven days, you get two or three in and what you're just fighting and you and just, I, yeah, it was just a bad situation. And I was uh, like, it was like a prison cell. It went from luxurious Five star train. Were you, was she just a friend, or were you like trying to be like intimate with her? Oh like, no, we've been intimate, and, uh-huh, intimate, yeah. intimate. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't an issue of compatibility there, but as I got to know her, it turned out that she was a cunt. I said, "You gotta go. Mm-hmm. You gotta go. Bye. Bye. Kick rocks. See you later. KRT. You gotta go." You gotta go. Gotta go. So that's how that unfolded? Yeah. Huh? Thanks for being on the show. Dude, anytime you want. I, I love hanging out with you. I mean, we literally hung out for like two and a half hours before we even started. I see you more than anyway. my family. I see you way more than my family. It's better than... Well, yeah, we've been hanging a lot, uh, uh, out a lot lately, uh, circumstantially, just because we've both been in the store, but it's re- I really enjoy hanging out with you. Yeah, You're really a great friend of mine. Yeah, good to hang out. Uh, there's a hand, about half a dozen people. That, yep, uh, when I walk right. on the store, I scan around. Oh, okay. Yep, it exactly. Was at least some uh, Same for reason. And um, thanks for being on the show. Where can people find Punch Drunk Sports? On uh, Punch Drunk Sports, All, uh, things comedy. All Things Comedy. Go to allthingscomedy.com, uh, check out Punch Drunk Sports, and check out 92.7, the pod, my new podcast I do with Sarah Lehman. It's very funny. It's a sketch show. It's not a regular podcast. It's 
a fake morning radio show about a fake city. Uh, all the commercials are fake. Everything, it's, it's literally a sketch show podcast. So please check that out. It's brand new. There's only four, uh, the fourth episode is about to come out uh, Monday. Uh, so check that out too. And at the Teeb on Twitter, T H E T E E B. Find me there for any bullshit I got going on. And again, Vancouver, Calgary, Edmonton, Halifax, Toronto, back to Los Angeles. Then there'll be something. I might be go. I think about living in Sweden for the month of June. But we'll, That's cool. Uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what's what. I know comedy's not going to be that popular, but. Uh, I need to maybe get out of L.A. at the peak of the heat, which is fine. I don't mind the heat, but uh, a hot day in um, in Sweden is is nice. That's paradise. It's paradise. So anyway, um, look out, go to jasonrouse.com for updates, and I have my Instagram, jasonrouse666. And uh, thanks for listening to the show. Suck it. I don't care what society thinks. I'm good or nothing anyway.